0: Welcome to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco. And today, I am, man, this woman does so much. Uh, Puppeteer, Mm -hmm. an actress, she is the woman behind HBO's A Black Lady Sketch Show, a political comedy show called Let's Be Real, the hit series Netflix's Waffles and Mochi, which she's worked on with Michelle Obama. She's also the CEO and creative director of Viva La Puppet. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle. Zamora how are you
1: I'm so good Mondo thanks for having
0: me how was that intro did I did I do it justice yeah you did I was like what you're like you missed this you missed this yeah missed no it was great um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like really I did all that she <laughs> um actually Robin Thede is the woman behind a black lady sketch show
0: yes yes and you, yeah. you're obviously you're a, a I, we made some puppets
1: it. for the season one like the intro so that was really exciting
0: so you hear you know these things that that you do um mm-hmm. Sometimes we forget about all the the things that that we do yeah. on a daily basis, yeah. or even in like a, a, a year's mm-hmm. span. You're like, "Oh yeah, I did do mm-hmm. that. that. That was pretty cool." Yeah. Of of these, I, I know. I mean, we're gonna get into it. You've done a, a whole lot more. Um, of these things that I just mentioned, um, what would you say is is uh, most more the most special and uh, in, in your in your heart? I think I know the answer, but <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's they're all different.
1: They're all so different. They're also different. I mean, with Viva La Puppet, we I'm pretty much we design, build and puppeteer. So we work a lot in like commercials, TV, film. Um, for me, the joy of what I do is more in just seeing the puppets like actually click yeah. and come to life and like be a thing in our world um because you know people will have an idea hey i want this to look like this and i want this character to be able to do that and then just taking uh what a director gives us and like bringing it to life on screen that's that's most exciting for me but um
0: it's hard to pick yeah there yeah. you 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 can't pick um like a favorite a favorite kid right uh-uh. <laughs> they're uh-uh. all they're all special no, i got two and they're both great <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you're a mom. I'm a mom. You know, on top of all of that. Yeah. But how did, when did that, how did that, what? You have a 10-month-old? <laughs> yeah. I got a 10-month-old
1: son named Milo and my daughter. She's about to be four,
0: like, Man. next week. Yeah. Uh, is it, is, does it get a little tricky to balance family life? The looks that said it all before uh, I even finish my question. <laughs> um, to balance family life and, and, and like, your work life.
1: Yeah, like coming here and having to, you know, tell my daughter, hey, I'm going to go do this thing. I'll be right back. You know, um, it's it's definitely a delicate balance of being able to be there for them when they need me. They need their mom, you know, yeah. and be able to share in this journey, uh, this puppet crazy adventure with them. And them being able to be in a space that there's just all these magical creatures around them and puppets and it's just their world you know <laughs> yeah. and my son yesterday was just like pupe, pupe. i'm like oh my
0: god <laughs> <laughs> it's begun it's begun <laughs>
1: yeah. um but yeah it's it's definitely um something that i i have so much more respect for my mom after having Kids, yeah, yeah, it's just a whole nother sensibility be- when you become a mom to really understand like what, what my mom did for me and what my dad did for me as parents and uh, all the times that something would happen, I'd scrape my knee or like, you know, I need need to go to Walmart at midnight yeah. for, <laughs> for a project. I forgot my poster board. <laughs> yeah, yep. And, and they just did it. You know, it, it people say like the days are long. But the years are short,
0: and that's really yeah. what it
1: feels like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't even imagine um, how cool it is at at your at your place having the puppets, and then you know having your kids mm-hmm. look at the puppets, play play with the puppets. Oh
1: yeah, my daughter just picked one up yesterday. <laughs> Ellie, she picked one up, and she was just like beep, beep, boop, 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 oh, doing little so voice cool. to it. Yeah.
0: And and do you? Do you do like little shows for them? No, no.
2: <laughs>
0: You're like, when I get home, I'm tired. Like, no it's time like, for
1: puppets. You know, when you do something all day, you don't want to come home and do it. No, no, I do sometimes. Yeah, I do. I, I do. Uh, I do bring things to life, but usually it's in- inanimate objects around the house because it's more fun for me.
0: <laughs> nice. No. So, explain to me what puppeteering. Yeah. Like, w- what does that consist of? Because it's not just. It doesn't mean like, you know, something that you put your hand in or anything like it could be, you say, inanimate objects like.
1: A puppet is anything that you bring to life, like a puppeteer endows an object with life force. So I can pick up this microphone and like bring it to life and have it in a scene and it's a puppet. So, I mean, anything can potentially be a puppet. So when you open up your um your eyes to see that anything in this space can be a puppet and has the potential to be a puppet Man. then you can start really being creative um and that's what I love I love stretching the boundaries of what puppets can do what they can be um what they can look like yeah. and um with Viva La Puppet I always try to and every project infuse a new fresh take on puppetry mm-hmm. and also like finding our voice within that which comes with a lot of innovation too, like coming up with cool new ways to make a mouth a a puppet mouth move and a puppet eye blink and all kinds of stuff
0: so yeah i was watching uh waffles and mochi and there's um there's a scene when uh there's a there's a broom walking Mm -hmm. in and the mop walking in yeah and i don't know like those are those aren't the traditional would say puppets no no and and that's pretty cool how you like bring them to yeah to life and how how does that like happen are you just like yeah "Hmm, like Uh, what can i be make into a puppet
1: yeah anytime somebody comes to us with like a a request like that like uh can you make a a broom come to life or can you make a a water cooler come to life uh it's always like hmm And, and looking at the object so many different ways and figuring out where the face would go. So, so much in our lives, we go around, you know, life and we say, oh my gosh, that that thing looks like a face. Or, you know, you take a picture and later you post it and you're like, look, this this uh plug outlet (laughs) it's smiling you know so i kind of take that um that sensibility in and looking at any object and realizing that it can have a face it can possibly move like this and
0: and how would it like if it talked like how would it sound yeah exactly and
1: then also like what what how would this thing move and 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 talk and and navigate through
0: this world with us I watched a commercial that you did mm-hmm. I mean, you do a bunch of commercials and yeah. a lot of cool things. Um, it was um was vitamin it? water? yeah yeah the water, water cooler yeah. was that, that was a mm-hmm. water cooler. vitamin water yeah and um <laughs> like how did that happen how how did how how I mean the, the, you know the
1: agency, the directors come to us and they're like, hey, vitamin water commercial uh water cooler." What can you do? And, um, the, you know, they give us some ideas and and we go, you know, work with them to select the just right water cooler. And from there, I look at it and I'm like, okay, how do we do this? And um, how do we do it practically and in camera? Because a lot of the times with puppets, that's that's the challenge is like, for me, I love being able to rig something, make something move and, and do it in camera. So practically, as opposed to like, eh, let's just put some markers and they'll do it in post. Yeah. Because I just feel like, puppets have that that quality that is so real and tangible and and when they touch something it moves in our world and it and when you see puppets that's what's so cool about them because you think like oh they could i could totally walk down the street and see this thing maybe one yeah
0: <laughs> yeah when i watched that commercial i thought i i this is before i knew you yeah you you created it yeah um i thought that had to be because i also look at at things and I'm, I'm looking at the television over here um okay. i i also look and i'm also looking at our our the beautiful face of our our <laughs> direct director of photography with a mask on yes. um no but like when i'm watching something on on television mm-hmm. i also look at it with a different eye than like the average person mm-hmm. i'm like okay that's that's how they that's how they lit it that's how they yeah. um you know uh-huh. They they cut here or they did this transition here. Mm-hmm. Or I thought that was CGI uh-huh. when I when I first saw it. And then
1: it's enhanced a bit. It's enhanced a little bit. But the mouth itself is in camera. So I'm behind a wall with my husband and partner in Viva Puppet, <laughs> which we'll probably talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so so uh, what his name? Matias. Matias. Yeah, Matt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Michelle and
0: Matt. So you and, and, and Matt. Are behind a wall.
1: Yeah, so we're behind a wall, squished together, and I'm doing the mouth, and he's uh, doing the the little eye eyebrow roll that's happening. And also, there's I think it cries, <laughs> so the spouts like <laughs> cry, and so all this stuff is done practically. Um, but he's doing the eyebrows at the same time. I'm making the mouth move, and to get that that look that they wanted for this kind of music video esque feel, yeah, they sped it up like I don't know four five times it was ridiculously fast wow and it was like (laughs) and and literally i was puppeteering and when they slowed it down it was in sync and i said oh my gosh did i just get a world record for like puppeteering the fastest puppet ever
0: (laughs) (laughs) nobody nobody recorded it but i'm pretty sure (laughs) wow you're you're like a you're like twista the rapper that's right but in in world's fastest puppet that's you know what i think that's super cool um your journey starts in. I know you're originally from Brownsville, Texas. Yes, uh, like our our That's DP right. over here. This is, this is. We just <laughs> found out they, that that Michelle and and Fred uh, grew up in yeah. the same uh, town and went Texas. to the same high school.
1: Yep. Same high school.
0: Lopez, hi. Lopez Lobos. Lopez Lobos. Always, 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 always lead the pack. (laughs) He's he's the wolf pack. (laughs) Yes, yes. The double L. Yeah. That's a trip.
1: Such a trip. Uh, Small world. Small. I went to the same college, Cal State LA. Cal State LA. (laughs) What's
2: happening?
1: (laughs) And we both have a Z for our last name. Wow. Were you guys in
0: homeroom together?
1: Yep. Got it. Got it. I Was a
0: senior. Got it. <laughs> a few, a few years apart, but you guys were in high school at the same time at some point. Yeah, we cr- we passed each other in the halls, and now we're back. Yeah. Look at this. That's crazy. That's, crazy.
1: <laughs> that's that's crazy. So,
0: so you grew up in Brownsville, yeah. Texas. Yes. Um, you know, then you later for college moved to to Los <laughs> Angeles. Mm-hmm. Puppeteering for you. I, well, I know. Initially, you you were into acting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh so no. It went from acting to to puppet puppetry. Mm-hmm. Um, when did the the acting bug? Yeah. Get you?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. It's really clear in my mind it, at that moment. Um, so I it was I think my first day of middle school and my parents are both school teachers from Brownsville, Texas. Um, my dad at the time I think was the vice principal of uh my middle school and through his blinds. He could see the cafeteria and the stage. And so I would have to wait after school for him to finish. Um, and I'd just be sitting in his office and then I'd look through the the blinds and just be snooping (laughs) and watching them practice the, the 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 theater department and practice that they were just practicing on the stage and they were acting and I was I would just stand be there for hours just watching, just watching. And then one day the (laughs) <laughs> the The teacher came to my my dad and was like, uh, does she want to come into the cafeteria? she can <laughs> and so I would just watch them practice every after after school every day and um and then eventually I started going on stage and performing and uh it was wow. it was that moment of seeing something and 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 being so drawn to it. And then taking the step to actually go a couple steps into the space where it's happening. <laughs> yeah. And then be on the stage and 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 perform. I was super like introverted too. It's really like um quiet at at that time. You know, middle school's yeah, awkward. Of course.
0: <laughs> so in so in middle school mm-hmm. and in high school, do you continue with acting or is that when like yeah. puppetry kind of yeah. takes over?
1: I did a lot yeah. <laughs> in high school. Yeah. I was um I played the French horn for seven years.
0: The French horn. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that the the curly
1: one? The curly one? curly one, yeah. You can blast all like Jurassic Park and <laughs> Harry Potter and Star Trek. All the best soundtracks are French horn. Um French horn. <laughs> uh and I was drum major. I I acted and performed. I just I just did it too much. I overprepared myself for, for college, that's <laughs> what I say. A true <laughs> um, creative. Yeah. I was just always like. <sighs> I was always, I was always hustling. And I think I learned that from my mom big time. Like my mom, she was a kindergarten school teacher her whole life. And, um, every, every holiday she would go to the stage apparently I'm drawn to like cafeterias and stages.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad place to to be at the cafeteria. I,
1: I would stay late and we'd be the last ones to leave the school. Me and my mom and my mom would decorate the stages. And all she had was butcher paper from like the, the teacher's lounge, scissors and tape. And then the next morning, the kids would come and the whole stage would just be like decked out, like production, you know, design. And like it was all paper. She would create like these whole worlds on these stages. Wow. And I, I would stay with her till late, late at night to just get it done. And I think that's I learned a lot about, um, you know, completing and finishing a project from her.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm being that your both your parents mm-hmm. were in education um is that something that they wanted you to get into or were they kind of um <laughs> hey w- whatever Michelle wants to, yeah. to do is is cool
1: yeah they never put anything on us um i you know they're so special because me and, and just have a sister me and my sister Amanda she's uh, older than me um and i'm the baby and <laughs> so we grew up just playing Constantly playing, always playing on our yard, always riding our bikes, always coming home and just playing with our dolls and then one day, my dad got a VHS camcorder, and it changed our world Wow I uh, immediately started directing her <laughs> telling her what to wear, how to put her makeup on, <laughs> where to stand, what to do, what to wow. say um and being the amazing big sister, you know we we made so many like home videos and so many things that we created actually had puppets infused in them. And I didn't realize it until wow. later in life, looking back at old home videos, seeing like me <laughs> and a Cabbage Patch doll that I like bent its head backwards and put it on my <laughs> head. And then I was like a little humanette. Do you wow. remember? Like yeah. we- there was like a show called Wienerville on
2: Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. those all humanettes.
1: And so I, I, when I saw that, I said, ah, uh, it all makes sense. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So I mean, technically, then like puppetry is something that you were into from yeah. from the get go. Oh yeah, it was it was like it was within mm-hmm. your your mm-hmm. your soul.
1: Yeah, I mean, and also in the eighties and nineties, we were inundated with puppets. You don't realize it, but I I went down the wormhole of like researching puppets and commercials and programming back in the day and there's so much there was so much um amazing programming like la- lamb chops you know oh man lamb this is oh, i lamb got a story chop. about lamb chops ask me about lamb chops later <laughs> um there was just so much amazing you know puppet programming that it, it it clearly affected me and it clearly like inspired me jim henson
0: you know yeah for sure of course mm mm-hmm. This is a song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on, on and on. on, my friend. <laughs> Some people started singing it, not knowing <laughs> what it was.
1: And they'll continue singing it.
0: Whatever, just, <laughs> just because. because this is a song that end. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so I want to know about Lamb yeah. Chops now.
1: Okay. So I think one of my first uh, earlier uh, mentors here in L.A., after, after college, uh, I got hooked up with uh an artist named pat brimer and he had a shop in highland park at the time so that's kind of like the more romantic part of my training was uh i took the gold line to his shop and rode my bike to his shop and um he taught me so much about foam fabrication and and building you know muppet style hand and rod puppets and um and being in his shop for the first time he showed me around and he said this will be your table and i sat down how old were you at this point uh I think it was like two years after. No, one one year after graduating. So
0: high school. No, college. College. Yeah. Oh, so you graduated mm-hmm. high at uh, college. Yeah. And and. And then that so, got hooked up with. And then you. And then it happened. Yeah. Well.
1: No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I came out to college, and that summer of college. Um, I just woke up one day and was like, I want to make a puppet. And I was in the theater department at Cal State LA. I was in experimental, doing a lot of experimental theater and acting and performance. And in the summertime, the theater just went dark. Mm. So I I went into the scenic shop and there was one guy working there. His name was Tony Martinez. And this guy was would would forever change the trajectory of my life because wow. he yes did me. I went in because I had a dream that night was like, I gotta make a puppet. I gotta make a puppet, and I went into there and I said, "Hey, I want to make a puppet." And he was like, "Okay," <laughs> just with those words, "Okay," it like changed my life. Because then he went and got g- grabbed some foam from upstairs. He threw it down. He said, "Okay, go to it, do it," and yeah. uh, that was it. That was when it it began. Just somebody just saying, "Sure, do it."
0: <laughs> that is 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 insane. The fact that you you had a dream, yeah uh if, if of the dream telling you to make a puppet and then you just make a puppet and that just changed yeah your your life
1: well in that in, and that's the thing throughout life there's these little i don't know these little like voices that are our are, are inner voice yeah whispering to us things and it's like either we listen to it or we, we just don't right and so in that moment it, i just kind of didn't have a choice like i felt that voice and i was like wow that I have to walk over here, do this thing. I don't know why. And then later, looking back on those home videos and realizing, wow, I had always, always been making puppets and I'd always been puppeteering. It's just growing up up in South Texas in Brownsville. <laughs> it's, it's not a profession. Like I didn't have a model for what this looks like. Right. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of uh, amazing people in my world, but nothing in the in the realm of entertainment industry or, or performance um, or puppets. Like I remember the first year I came home from college and I was telling all my family and, and friends and people that I, I'm a puppeteer. I like to make puppets. And they're like, Oh, you like to play with dolls? <laughs> like some people, you know, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, just yeah, don't yeah, yeah, know yeah. You, you, Oh, you make puppets for church or, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's amazing. Like there's so many forms of puppetry, You've, you know, there's definitely people recognize puppets in church or like, uh, McGruff. You remember that puppet in school? <laughs> um, And, and, and then library puppets too. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of like our first um, introduction into puppetry. So the fact when I came out here and my, my eyes were just open to a whole world of, of fabricators and and people that worked in all forms of puppetry,
0: it just really changed my life. So you graduate college Mm -hmm. and you meet this gentleman, this, this, yeah, this, um,
1: basically he was just like a puppet, uh, icon. Um, so
0: his how does s- that happen?
1: I, I think I through, by way of, of the theater world, like I had been hustling and making puppets for whatever anybody wanted to pay me to make a puppet. Cause I was like, I'm just happy to be here <laughs> yeah. and be doing what I love. Um, and then I think, um, I, my first very first mentor was Lynn Jeffries and she does like shadow puppetry. And she's an amazing, amazing artist, woman, just inspiration. Um, and I learned how to make a lot of shadow puppets through her. And I think maybe she recommended him. And I went and just cold called him and said, hey, I'm I'm ready to learn. Let's do this. Wow. So uh, I'm in his shop and he's saying, here's your, here's your, here's your desk right here. Okay, I'm going to throw a bunch of stuff at you. You're going to make it. You're going to glue it together. How about 12 arms? I'm like, okay. Oh, make twelve arms, <laughs> about twelve hands, and so he just like I was, uh, I was just learning from him. Um, and then I remember that day, I looked back, and there's like a shelf, and I look up, and I'm looking around, and in a little Tupperware, I see it labeled lamb chops, and I said, Oh my gosh, that's so my childhood right behind me in a in a Tupperware box, <laughs> and uh, I freaked out. I freaked out a little bit because. There's so, there's so many amazing artists and people around us that we have no idea that they had such a huge inspiration. They, they, they shaped, he shaped me as, as a, the puppet artist that I am today, because Lamb Chops was my childhood, you know, seeing her image and he created it. This is amazing.
0: Wow. Would he also, um, like, was he, was he, I don't, what what, what would you call that Like when you. Puppeteer? Puppeteer, yeah, was yeah, he was he puppeteer? It. Lamb not, chops, too. I'm not sure
1: exactly. I think a lot of people end up puppeteering a a character throughout its life, but um, I'm pretty sure he he had a hand in puppeteering. Mm-hmm. Wow!
0: And you know With what? Lewis. Since once once you mentioned lamb chops, which for those that don't know, uh, lamb chops is a mm-hmm. is a classic icon, iconic, <laughs> um, you know, a puppet show. Mm-hmm. Um, lamb chops being like the the lead. Yes. Uh, character yeah um when you mentioned lamb chops and now you know you working on on this project with michelle obama mm-hmm. um waffles and mochi waffles gives me that like uh, type of energy uh, that's great. which is a beautiful thing yeah like have you ever like thought of,
1: about that i think i think everything that in insp- Inspired me uh, as a, a child kind of comes through when I do those back around yeah, yeah there's like little nostalgic nods to the things that I grew up with and the puppets that I gravitated to and loved so much and were you know so beloved in my life that I think it just it kind of just all comes together in it's it's definitely informs what I end up doing when I perform
0: yeah mm. so I know that you're a, a strong advocate of giving opportunities Uh, to Latinx and LGBTQ Mm -hmm. community in entertainment and in puppetry. Why would you say that's so important for you?
1: I, I feel like when I first had my first couple of projects where I was able to, you know, build and puppeteer and actually be on set and be a creative on set and be looked at as a creative. Um, You know, I was always underneath a puppet just doing my thing (laughs) and um, not really looking at myself either thinking that, Oh, because of the way I look, like I can't do a thing. (laughs) I'm just,
0: I'm just following that voice, you know? And what's interesting to me about that is, is the fact that you, um, you may be, you know, the, maybe the only Latina at times on on these sets Um, and in, puppetry no one really knows what you look like so the fact mm-hmm. that there isn't more diversity yeah. is is something that that yeah should, that should change
1: for sure for sure i um when i started realizing that i started taking more responsibility for it but also being um kind of uh coming to set with a lot more pride as yeah. well to to be able to grow this company and grow it in a way that we can give opportunities to people that, you know, uh maybe like me never thought I could have a living, you know, doing my art and and puppeteering and bringing things to life. It's so freaking fun.
0: Yeah, I bet. But
1: <laughs> like the f- the fact that I get to do this, but I also get to create opportunities and 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 moments where other people that I enjoy working with can be side by side with me, you know? And yeah. most definitely elevating and, and lifting up um, you know, the Latinx community and, and all just all diverse women yeah. especially. Like I love our team of women, fabricators and puppeteers. So great.
0: Uh so tell me about Vivala Puppet. Yeah. You first kicked off Vivala Puppet mm-hmm. seven years ago, you yep. were telling me. Yeah, seven years. Um so when you launched what was The initial goal.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I've been doing the puppet hustle for 20 years out here. And when we decided, you know, let's, let's go for it. That's the big, like leap of faith that happens where, you know, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going for this because it's kind of taking over. And, uh, and, um, it all began with my husband and I just doing our thing, you know, um, I met my husband when I was 16.
0: Wow, that's a beautiful <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, we met at a summer camp at the University of Chicago. And um, and ever since, we've just kind of been, you know, growing together, evolving together, supporting each other. And as I graduated college, you know, I just wanted to make puppets. And he was like, go, go, babe, do it, you know, let's do this. And, uh, and he would do any odd job possible to, like, you know, Sustain us <laughs> because at yeah. this time, you know, like I was just trying to make a name for us and yeah. just make a puppet for anybody that wanted it. And wow. uh, one of the first places I made a puppet for was Casa 0101, Josefina Lopez's company in Boyle Heights. Wow. And um, they gave me so many opportunities to like express myself and exercise that muscle within myself. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity. And that again, that moment where people can see you and your passion and just say, okay, do it, go for it. Um, was huge. Um, so yeah. And so then my husband supporting us, I'm just trying to, trying to do something and I get my first, like we get our first, um, pilot for a kid's show. And this was years and years and years ago. And I was so excited and it was super low budget like super low budget. <laughs> but I was at the time, I was like, Oh, my gosh, somebody wants to pay me money and to make puppets. And in the beginning it was always me talking like that, like me, 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 me. And then having to like, open up m- and and think of we this yeah. is a when it became a we then it was like it was bigger than me. Um. So I remember this one pilot, and it was like, three little characters and one big character. And I was like, oh, I got this. We got this. (laughs) And um, we're making the puppets. And basically, like, my husband's, like, working his job, comes home super duper late the night before the shoot. And I'm on the floor just, like, freaking out, trying to stitch these puppets in time for the shoot tomorrow. Wow. And I, you know, in the beginning, it's really hard to gauge how long a puppet takes in the beginning because every puppet is so different there's no roadmap to how to make this particular puppet and how long it's going to take you so i was like freaking out and i was stitching everything so fast and then he comes home after like at 1 a.m it's like what's 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 up and it's like i get it i'm having like a hyperventilating because this is our big big break you know this is the big job into like tv and and uh he's like okay babe let's do this uh let's do it he got got the needle and thread was sewing right next to me. We we're sewing like the wind. And wow. uh, ultimately Viva La Puppet is a thing now because my husband like just picked up a needle and thread late at night after working a whole job and stayed up with me all night long to make this happen. And so we've grown together and this we've grown this company together and he he loves working with his hands his whole life. He's done so many jobs. Um he always said I want to be my own business owner one day. Wow. That, that was his thing. I want to be my own business owner. And then I told him, "Well, you better be careful what you wish for, but you got to wish specific. Like you got to you got to dream specific." So he never said he didn't want to be like a puppet business owner. <laughs> <laughs> be specific cuz one day you never know what how it's going to come to you, but you know, um really the 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 idea for us you know, becoming an actual business and doing all the work that comes with doing that you know (laughs) um was a moment that we just took the plunge we kind of had to as well because we had an opportunity to work on a on a kid's tv show and make a lot of puppets for that at the time uh seven years ago and it was kind of like a natural progression we've always grown organically um our company and that was the moment to do it and viva la puppet is actually uh, a name that came from a friend of mine. So I was, you know, doing the whole theater scene in L.A., doing a lot of plays at Casa or 101 and Center Theater Group. And um, my friend Javi Moreno, he was my friend at the time. And I was trying to think of like, oh, M.E.Z. Design. Nah, that's that's weird. <laughs> um, I was thinking of names. And then he just doodled something and he, he turned it around and showed it to me. And it was like Viva and then L.A., you know, Puppet.
0: Super cool. And I said, that's it.
1: I love it. That's it. So thank you, Javi.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's such a cool name. Viva La Puppet. Viva La Puppet. What I, I love about your story is how there has been these these moments where you, like something tells you, something within you tells you, yeah. um, or you tell someone what you want to do, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And you and the fact that you do it mm-hmm. um, that that initiative is is so important, yeah. because sometimes people feel like they should do something, yeah. but instead of pushing through mm-hmm. it's there's doubt um there's there's um like imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. and there's there's a bunch of other things yeah. that, that comes through people's minds, yeah. Um, the fact that you push through and you have, you know, executed, and you're yeah. like, "I want to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do." And you know, I I have to say that that has been something for me, Michelle. Mm-hmm. That I think uh, has been one of my strongest, um, you know, uh, I guess like s- strongest things in in in. What do you say like in my personality mm-hmm. or in my being and the person that I am um is is that I say I'm going to do something and then I do it like that follow through is yeah. is so important.
1: Yeah, for sure. A
0: lot a lot of times there's also a lot of times when people say I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And there's yeah. no follow through. Yeah. So I you know a lot, I think a lot of not I think I know a lot of your success comes from mm-hmm. Um, the, the initiative nights. and then the execution. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And it's has, is that easy for you? Does that come natural to you for you? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. That's like, that's, I have no other choice but to complete and finish like for yeah. me. Um. And I think I, I definitely, that was instilled by my parents. Like my parents were definitely great with follow through and like, you know, my dad's saying a thing and doing it whether my family needed a thing or whatnot i would always see the consistency i guess and um now me with my own kids that's something that i want to instill in them you know like any anything that i i want to pass on to my kids i have to do it myself like i have to do it that's the only way so um my personality is very similar to like waffles the puppet because she leaps before she thinks. And i leap before I think for everything. So it's like, how do you, that, that it's you, you're saying like that, that drive, that, that initiative, the I don't have any other choice. It's my personality type yeah. to, you know, everybody comes to the ledge of a, of a place to jump off a cliff. And I'm already like, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. and, and I think sometimes I pull the trigger. I'm easy, easy to, just go and hack at a thing you know like that's that's me like i'll just go and you'll see me in the corner just running like a tasmanian devil and then it's like done um but there's also the other side of it like my husband he we're definitely yin and yang in that sense because he helps me to remember like you gotta sharpen the axe and sharpening the axe for me sometimes just means like stopping go take a bath Go take a shower, go light a candle, meditate, go eat fruit. Just take care of yourself, you know? And maybe today we don't hack away at the puppet. Let's maybe today we go take a me day. And that is sharpening the ax. I don't know if you know, um, there's a story about this, these two people. And one of them, um, they're like, okay, you need to cut down this tree. And there's two trees. One of them. Goes straight to the tree and it's just like, zap, sack, sack, sa, like hacking, yep. hacking, just going at it and just like, ha, ha, ha. and the the other person goes to the tree and actually sits on a stump next to the tree and just gets the axe and sharpens it, sharpens, 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 sharpens while the other person's sweating and going crazy, <laughs> and then and then when it's time to actually cut down the tree, it's just like, whack, 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 and then it's done.
2: Wow. So
1: there's definitely a balance to it, and I'm trying to stop myself sometimes to be like you know what uh why are you gonna why are you gonna stay up all night and work on this thing when you're gassed out you're exhausted you have no more energy like go to sleep yes
0: <laughs> and so I yeah. feel like you're talking to me right, right? Now. yeah
1: Mondo go to sleep yeah <laughs> go home okay. light a candle <laughs> freaking eat some snacks watch yes. watch a show <laughs> yeah take yeah. care of yourself
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I think that's Oh, by the way, I've never heard of the 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 axe the yeah. sharpening your axe story, yeah. which I love, it's, it's, and yeah. I'm I'm gonna it's I'm gonna bad. borrow that mm. from time to yes. time if that's okay with so you. So good, yeah. <laughs> and uh, when it comes to, um, you know, taking a a, a me day, you know, taking a personal day, yeah. um, among what other I guess what other things do mm-hmm. you do to take care of of your mental health? Um, uh, well, being a
1: puppeteer people might not realize but like it takes a toll on your body um holding your arm up for you know a whole day for in scenes you know minutes lots of minutes at a time um it really does take a toll on your body and and maintaining the body and really listening to the body is so important so you know massage massages are like a puppeteer's best friend and so necessary and important um because we're holding up a puppet like for a long, a ridiculous amount of time sometimes. Yeah. Um, and you build, we build up these muscles over time because you know when we're when we're all on set, sometimes people see us like, oh my god, how you do that? And it's really, it's years and years of building up these muscles. You know. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first time I, <laughs> I puppeteered something, and I was looking in the in the monitor. I was like doing my thing, and then I just saw that saw the puppet like kind of leaning, and I was like, ah. Uh. Uh, uh, like, uh. Oh, wow.
2: um,
1: and it's just kind of uh something that happens with any profession right you build up these muscles whatever it is creative muscles you know actual muscles um but massage chiropractic appointments um what other things i like to do just having a day with my family you yeah. know going to a park and running around um for me it's like the it's the really the little things and the moments when sometimes i just get to be on the couch with my with my babies and my husband and just cuddle that's that's everything
0: that's a beautiful thing yeah for someone that wants to get into mm-hmm. your your field of work yeah. wh- who is you know fresh out of high school or fresh yeah. out of college uh what advice would would you give them i would just say okay do it <laughs> um i actually would say um
1: follow your joy If whatever that is, you know, if, if, if bringing things to life intrigues you and you want to pursue it and there's a little thing inside you that's like, maybe I would say do it, like go for it because you'll never know unless you try and you'll never know if you could have created a life in, in bringing things to life, you know, just because somebody else is doing it or. Or you don't see that many people that look like you doing it doesn't mean that you can't do it. You can totally do it. And you you carve your own path. There's there was no roadmap for me. Like there was just a voice inside me that said, do a thing. And me just continuing to figure out what this is and what and which way to go. And and more and more now that um, our company's been established and we've we've done so many, so many amazing projects i've learned to be a little more like water just allow things to come into my life and happen and we take it as we go and try not to force much just grow organically keep hustling and doing what we do and infusing all our work with joy
0: yeah congrats on on everything that you've accomplished up until now i know you still have a a long way to go you just did this um so so facebook just changed (laughs) their name to the company name to meta yeah right there's a, a commercial for for that that mm-hmm. big launch that mm-hmm. that went out yeah. that has puppets yeah and yeah. you guys were, were a big part of that How, yeah. how'd that come about
1: yeah it was uh the first campaign ad for meta and um so they came to us and was like we want to bring this painting to life we want to bring the artwork of Henri Rousseau to life so I was like well. Wow, I love these paintings. I love these animals. That's pretty exciting. And then it's it becomes a thing of like, well, how can we come up with creative ways to make this happen with the amount of time we get and the budget and everything? So the style is informed by all of that, you know, um, being able to make these these puppets look like they're coming out of a painting. It's like we really had to have a team of like 12 fabricators fabricating yeah. in one place and and, and remotely as well um just sculpting and 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 painting and doing all the joints there's there's a lot of steps to making those puppets and when they all came together and clicked and then all the puppeteers were bringing them to life on set it was super special and really a huge feat that we all accomplished and i'm super proud of our team
0: are you so you you create you design Mm -hmm. the puppets as a creative director right Mm -hmm. right and uh are you also puppeteering a lot of your projects?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Most of the time I'll, I'll come on as the puppet captain or the puppet heifer. <laughs> I like that. I just coined that now. Like, <laughs> the, uh, puppet, puppet the puppet puppet master now, puppet captain, <laughs> puppet heifer. Can you put that on call sheet, please? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Thanks. Yes. <laughs>
2: um,
1: but really, I'll, I'll come on and really as the puppet Eva. <laughs> It's, it's like I manage the team of puppeteers. I help facilitate all parts of the team. There's, there's the puppeteers, but there's also the puppet wranglers, and nobody knows what a puppet wrangler is until I tell them. And I said, oh, they're, they're, they're everything on set. When all the puppeteers are underneath something, like all squished, and we need a certain material or thing, or the eye popped off, like help me. Wow. That's the puppet wrangler. They make sure that the puppets look their best on set and um, as the go-between. The, you know, where all the materials are and the person and they're so important. So it t- it takes a whole team to bring these puppets to life in camera. Yeah. And you're also, I mean, you're, you're also the talent too. Yeah. Like- oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we are puppeteers are talent. We are performers. Yes. We belong to the union sag. Like it, a lot of people want to say that. They're like, what? Yeah. The, the difference is like, it's like acting and infusing all my instincts as an actor through an object, right? So it's a different sensibility, but it's still performance. It's it's just usually with a hand, <laughs> and uh, and we're we're down below. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely like we're, we're we are talent and performers for sure.
0: Do do you do projects where? Because when I think puppets, I think like happy, right? Mm-hmm. Happy, joyful puppets. Yep. Do you ever do these projects or scenes when a puppet is is sad or, mm-hmm. or going through a tough time?
1: Yeah, I'm sure. If you look on our website, I'm sure there's all kinds of crazy stuff. We we did a lot of Adult Swim promos early in the in, on and um, like kind of recreating movies like The Dark Knight <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and things like that uh, at the time in puppet form. So uh, making. Underworld, you know, the the werewolf. And, and, um, yeah, I think we've worked on a lot of different types of puppets and projects. Rick and Morty, butthole ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) If you look at that. Yeah. It's pretty quirky and and different. Um, But for, for the most part with Viva La Puppet, I love the fact that we can... You know, join a project and and think about all the different styles of puppetry that are out there. There's so many different styles of puppetry. Yeah. Like, okay, you most people know the hand and rod style, right? Like right. the Muppet style. Um, there's also just rod puppets, which are just manipulated with rods. So they're sometimes smaller. There's um Bunraku, like tabletop puppets, which is a Japanese art form. It's beautiful. There's like um underwater puppetry, like
0: underwater puppetry. I know. Look it up. Look that's, it up. You'll be like, what? That's cool. <laughs> I definitely, I'm shadow definitely. Shadow
1: puppets, Indonesian shadow puppetry. I mean, puppetry around the world is so rich and wonderful and beautiful. And and puppets are like the very first form of stary- storytelling, really. as uh, From the beginning of time when somebody decided, oh yeah, I'm going to knock these stones together and make a fire. Oh, when fire was created, shadow puppets were created people would tell stories with their hands and in doing that that's a puppet it's a hand puppet you know it's a shadow puppet so yeah puppets are i think i think they're just always kind of innately in us to to bring to life especially when we're kids like we're constantly playing with our dolls and like giving them voices and like having them walk together and go down the you know to the i don't know the pool sock yeah Like a sock sock puppet paper bag puppets yeah i mean we've all we've all have our introduction into puppetry early on but it's it's the idea that something that gives you joy as a kid could potentially also give you joy as an adult totally possible yeah
0: i love before i even say that what's your favorite type of 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 puppetry or puppets Uh, do you have a favorite i really enjoy rod puppetry the
1: reason I enjoy rod puppetry is because like the, the size of them um, is a little smaller and there's a lot more ranges of motion that you can get uh, that is just a little different. And and I don't know. I just really like mechanisms. I like making eyes blink and mouths move and eyebrows twitch. And <laughs> I love geeking what, what's, on that
0: stuff. What's a... Uh, uh, so for those that, that aren't familiar with rod puppetry, what's like a... An example of, of that. What's a character mm, example?
1: Let's see. Uh, Pepe the shrimp. Pepe the king prawn. Sorry. Do you know uh, from the Muppets? There's yes. Rizzo the rat. Yes. Yeah. So they're a little smaller than the standard Muppet style puppet. And they have teeny tiny mouths sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. that's the, like anything that where your hand can't fit through and is a little smaller size. Uh, the Doozers from Fraggle Rock. Oh,
0: yes. Uh, yes, yes.
1: Which Fraggle Rock just came back. Um that's exciting. Yeah, so there's 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 so many forms of puppetry. I also was able to do one um one spot with like uh my just I love working with um Aunt Andy um Andrew Thomas Wong. Um he came to me once and was like, "Hey, um I have this project and I want to do some underwater puppetry." And that was the first time I ever thought about it. And so at the time, it was so exciting to me and one of my most cherished collaborations because he just really allowed me to express myself creatively and and uh have the the space and the freedom to create which is beautiful and and also the idea of like now creating a puppet that moves in water which is very different than just a puppet that moves in our our space so i had a little fish bowl next to me and every material i was like testing it in the water right before i put it in the puppet and then puppeteering in water is so fun. I loved it.
0: Man, that I I def, I'm definitely going to look into that. <laughs> is there a scene is there something that, that you've done uh that I can With, I don't know find on, on oh, online? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'll repost it on on the gram at, at Viva la Puppet and also it's I think it's on our website, vivalapuppet.com. Awesome. Did you know that when you get a trademark of like <laughs> Viva la Puppet, you also own like the translation. So we also own like Long Live the Puppet wow so, <laughs> yep that's awesome so you can say long, long live the puppet put on a shirt and i'm like hey 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey hey, hey.
2: <laughs>
1: no note, note to self not,
0: i'm not making a long live the puppet tease anytime yeah. soon and yeah. selling them on hubwave.com we're not <laughs> cut cut that idea uh, friend we're not we're not doing it after all man <laughs> i i admire how much you've taking something that you're passionate for and is not a traditional career yeah. and you didn't know anyone that was in it and you made it your own and you've been you know successful uh doing it because you followed your dream literally yeah. followed dream. a dream yeah That's that's such a beautiful thing um I I love music. And, you know, for for me, all of this that's happened throughout my career started with the love for music, Mm -hmm. Um, whether I'm doing something in sports or um, doing an interview. But Mm -hmm. like it initially started with with music, started with like DJing. Yeah. um, Which I think that's how we met um,
1: years uh, and years and years. How like a decade
2: ago?
0: More, wow. more than, more than, yeah, more than ten yeah. years ago for sure. Wow. Were when we initially met um, with Alexis. I have to shout out Alexis by way of
1: Alexis de la Rocha, my star sister, my supporter and best cheerleader. I cheerlead. I'm her cheerleader in life. I love her so much.
0: Yeah, yeah. We have a mutual friend, Alexis, which we we love, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So Alexis and I started working together. We were hosting. Yeah. That was like my first hosting LTV. gig. TV. Um, and I was doing my DJing thing on on the side. Uh, and then that's where I met you, Mm -hmm. um, when they were performing (laughs) with, with their band. Alexis had a band. Yes. Beatmo. (laughs) Beatmo. Yes. And I remember I went to a show Mm -hmm. and, and then, um, she's like, yeah, my friend Michelle, (laughs) uh, she's going to do a a thing on the side with puppets. (laughs) And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like how how is that how does how is that going to work? Like performance, and then there's a puppet off to the side, and um, it was the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, what do you remember of? of I mean, talk of those about moments? a
1: friend that like supports you no matter what. <laughs> Just like finding a way to like infuse my way into her into her CD release party, <laughs> I and mean, be like, hey, I want to do a live puppet music video when you play this one song, Orale, and. Like,
0: You remember that? Yep,
1: yep. And man, the the house was packed. And I just like created this like one take idea of making them in like cutouts. So I I photographed all of them in a bunch of different ways. And we made these little like puppets. And it was like three tiers of a stage. And I just remember going from one one place to the next and the next and the next. And everything had a thing that I was making move. And I think it's still on YouTube. I got to find that. (laughs) oh i gotta i gotta find that too um but yeah that that was that was super special and just again just having people around my life that also just got it and weren't like what what's that mean what is that that's weird no i would never really i guess i just didn't keep people in my life that would give me
0: that you know reaction you know what michelle i think it 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 you get those okays and mm-hmm. you get those. Yeah, you should do it, because they see the passion within you. Mm. You know, mm. like when you when you <laughs> feel like someone's passionate about something, yeah, and and they're serious about something. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing you can really yeah. do or say but just support them, True. right? And you're oh. like, yeah, you should totally do it, yeah. Um, the fact that you weren't, you know, you know, half doing it, mm-hmm. um or, or half as passionate. You're like, Yeah, I kinda wanna do this thing. Or, Absolutely. It's like, no, I want to do this thing. Totally. Uh
1: the energy behind a thing, like if my friend's like, I don't know, I kinda feel like I should like it sounds to me like you don't want to. <laughs> uh exactly. And I, I, I do remember the moment that my life shift and it shifted and it was really something Super simple, and it's just something I said. I went from saying, like, hi, my name is Michelle, and I'm an actor, to one day, like, thinking to myself, like, am I? Like, I'm a, I think I'm a puppeteer. I think I make puppets. Going to an event and saying, like, for, for the first time to somebody saying, hi, my name is Michelle, and I'm a puppeteer. Or, hi, my name is Michelle, and I make puppets. Like, saying that out loud, like, the guts it took for me to do that and say it proudly and, and really mean it, I think that just changed the whole trajectory of my life. Yeah, like saying a thing that you are and owning it, and owning the space of being like, yeah, I'm a puppeteer. Yeah, a puppeteer. I'm a puppeteer.
0: Yes, believing it.
1: Believing it. Saying it and believing it for sure.
0: You have to believe it yourself first. Yes. Yes. And then others follow. Yes. People ask me, man, like, how do you build a team? Like, how do? Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. But like, I know that I need more people. Mm-hmm you know on my team yeah. like how how do i do that the secret is you have to mm-hmm. believe it yourself first yeah. you have to own it you have to live yeah. it you have to mm-hmm. be it mm-hmm. and and that alone attracts mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. to your team attracts that energy attracts you know more gigs jobs opportunities mm-hmm. um but that's True. that's that's key for sure yeah, just saying your name and owning
1: owning the title of what you want for your life, right? Just who? Sometimes people are like, am I a writer? I don't know, am I a writer? Are you? Like, if you are a writer, yeah, say you're a writer. If that's what you want, say it. Say it loud and proud and say it so loud that it, you convince yourself that you are, you know? Right,
0: right. If you're iffy about it, then <laughs> others... Are going to be iffy about oh, it. oh
1: yeah. yeah like you enter a room with doubt people are going to doubt
0: yeah right. they could they could smell that i could smell you <laughs> <laughs> right if if i was like hey uh mm-hmm. guys kind of want to do this show with <laughs> like with like friends mondo like maybe friends, friends with mondo or friends, i don't know mondo like mm. you guys want to help me <laughs> yeah <laughs> like nah dog you're on your own right <laughs> let me know how it goes <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. like. we'll see we'll
1: see yeah
0: no but yeah 100 yeah. you have to you have to own it you have to be yeah. it um i think you've um embodied that mm. from since you were uh in middle school it seems yeah. like maybe even younger than yeah. that
1: yeah yeah uh yeah i don't it's interesting because when i first came to la i just feel like i had blinders on i don't know what it was but like I didn't really see myself and see that I couldn't do a thing in this town. I just
0: had, I don't know. And again, I don't know how you grew up, but I'm going to assume here and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but also maybe the way you were, you were raised, you know, your Mm -hmm. parents being educators and you know, the, the natural, um, way of of an educator the way that they are is is very they're motivating right mm-hmm. like they motivate a student mm-hmm. i'm assuming that, that oh yeah you were motivated you know early on mm-hmm. um which is something that built confidence oh yeah and and even though you were an introvert sure, right sure no like ambivert
1: you know ambiverts both like yeah. i can be both but i think i ver i i veer more into the introvert you're yeah.
0: naturally like i'm naturally introvert yeah I'm naturally introverted. I turn it on when mm-hmm. when I need to. Sure, yeah. Um, but the fact that you were, you know, I, you were, you know, given confidence, mm-hmm. and your confidence grew, you know, at an early age. I think that has a lot to do with oh, yeah. you thinking like I can walk into any room and and own it, you know, and own own my For craft sure. and and own the deal that I'm presenting. For and sure. yeah. um, it's something that. I think is beautiful. And, and your fa- parents are second generation, ger- second generation, first generation, do you know?
1: Well, so, <laughs> so Brownsville, Texas, right? Like, you know, my uh, great, 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 great grandparents like live there. Yeah. And it was like, even before when it was Mexico, it, it turned to Texas. Like we lived in Brownsville. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's where we lived, you know? Um, so I just say, Tejana, like, yeah 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 <laughs> like uh i i grew up in brownsville my 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 roots my people we are from brownsville south padre island Woo yeah. <laughs> right um <laughs> <yes>. spring branch <laughs> um so so yeah i mean we just just always live there most of the time you know my family
0: yeah so the reason why i was asking mm-hmm. you know what what jen your fam you know your parents were because my my parents are i'm first generation here Mm -hmm. uh in in the states uh my family's from Mm -hmm. colima mexico Mm -hmm. and the way that they were raised it wasn't you know a way of of feeding um confidence really or um you know um what's the word uh you know positive reinforcements Mm -hmm. like none of that it Mm -hmm. was yeah whatever you need to do to survive yeah for sure and you know like being creative or you know an artist or anything like that was well that's beyond foreign yeah so um the fact that you you know were molded and Mm -hmm. and and given this this you know this mm-hmm. confidence and from your parents and them yeah. being educators i think that had probably mm-hmm. had a lot to to do with yeah. it too. yeah
1: and also my mom like was an artist like in uh, growing up she just loved art and um was going to school for art but became an educator you know and she taught art for a little bit i think um but having that passion for art and then seeing us and my inclination for that and just really you know supporting that and being like yes mihad do it yeah for sure i think definitely um a lot of who i am is because of my parents and all the things they instilled in me and my sister
0: yeah that's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing i'm sure you're doing that and you're going to do that with with your oh kids.
1: yeah oh yeah oh yeah i'm i'm not pu- pushing any puppets on them <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm just sitting back and like observing and i'm just seeing even like at, at an early age what little things that they gravitate to and trying to cultivate that, you know, not trying to force anything with anything that I see. I'm, I'm just trying to like be observant because I think babies and, and, and kids, they, they, they tell us early on, like what they're naturally gravitated towards. And, uh, it's kind of, I feel like it's my job to like be observant and, and, and see that and, and listen to that. and remember that. Yeah. As they get older to remind, remind them like, Hey, like if this was my parents like hey remember that video you did and you were like a humanette with your sister <laughs> maybe you should be a puppeteer <laughs>
0: yeah w- were, was that like would that ever happen
1: with- yeah, yeah but the videos that i did with my sister right like my parents if if for me like if i saw my daughter later in life being like i don't know what i want to do i would be like well when you were a baby and a kid like you really
0: gravitated to this Wow. Maybe
1: maybe there's something there. Maybe there's a reason why you really love that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the first time I remember uh DJing, mm-hmm. I was I was six years old. Yeah. I had a cousin that was uh, a DJ, uh my cousin Fabian. Mm-hmm. Uh he had this whole DJ set up. And I always think back uh in in that moment of of if if there's a six year old now, mm-hmm. right, um when wanting to play with my equipment, like how open would I be to that six year old? Right, yeah. would I be like, no, 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 no?
1: Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, but the thing is, he he mm-hmm. would he 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 would let me play with the turntables and the CD players and the mixer. Yeah. And I mean, you know, he was also love to have a good time. So if we had a fam- little family get together, mm-hmm. he would init- he would eventually like start drinking and get drunk and he'd be hanging <laughs> out like with all my tios. And mm-hmm. then who was the DJ? The yeah. seven, six, seven-year-old kids, Yes, year old kid. yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, man, I'm, I'm getting like these flashbacks <laughs> because uh, I'm a big uh, sports, like mm-hmm. soccer and, mm-hmm. and music fan don't you
1: dj for like for lafc
0: (laughs) right so uh, for the stadium right the lafc matches so come on man when i was six years old six seven years old um there was a a tournament called la copa oro right the gold cup and um copa america too and my parents my family were big soccer fans Mm -hmm. And they would watch these matches and then, well, and, and, and party, right? And listen to music. So I would watch soccer and play with music. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm doing now. Isn't that crazy? That's six, six, six years old. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like,
1: I think, yeah, I think naturally the things that that we we in our bones from when we're born there's something there to that you know and the fact that you can come full circle as an adult and see those things click for your life too like that's amazing i mean i hope you realize like where you are and what you've accomplished and the fact that you're probably making your you absolutely making your younger self
0: super proud yeah i i think about if you were to tell me mm-hmm. back then oh, what yeah. is of my life today, yeah. I yes, you're yes, like, are you kidding yes, me? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's such yeah. an amazing, beautiful thing, but mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll say it again, you know, for, for everyone listening and watching, you know, bec- because I'm, I'm so inspired by your story. Uh, the key is definitely going back to what we're talking about is, is taking initiative and executing, mm-hmm. you know, no matter, what people say, or if they mm-hmm. if if they doubt you, mm-hmm. or um, you know, if, uh, you don't have the support like you just mm-hmm. go you know full on. Yeah. I know you had a lot of support, yeah. Um, which I think is is mm-hmm. is such a such a blessing, mm-hmm. you know. Others may not. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. if that's and it, that is the case, that where mm-hmm. you don't have the support, mm-hmm. like hey, like as long as you yeah. believe in yourself, like For others sure. will start.
1: Oh my gosh. And like the whole trajectory of a of a career in a life, it, it, it has its ups and downs all across the way. You know, like just like life. You it's it's all ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And there's definitely times where people probably doubted me or doubted us or like, you know, um said you couldn't do a thing or or you know, Or that's not a
0: career. We're that
1: noise for sure. Yeah. Um but I just I just feel like if if I ever heard that it became fuel for the fire and it just like it just made me want to push even harder and like really just do do what I love and do it proudly and um like I say sometimes now I take so much pride in being a a Latinx uh Latina puppeteer that I can be all over the world I can be puppeteering anywhere and I have my arm up proudly um and you know, uh just to be able to be that image for a younger person like me growing up, if I were to see that, I'd be like, What? I'd probably yeah, I'm I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And I, I think I'm making my myself proud as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: that's beautiful. You should be very proud of yeah. yourself.
1: And and it's interesting because growing up it's like, I don't I I would never say that. Right? I would never say, I'm proud of myself. That's being too boastful boastful, right? Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> but later in life um, I, there's no time for that you know like you know the work you put into mando and friends you know you know the work that you put into who you are and what you do and to honor that and and pat yourself on the back and say thank like good job man like yeah to be, pr- have, be have pride in what you do and 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 be proud of yourself that's that's it's okay it's okay. yeah
0: yeah often and, and thank you thank you for that yeah. um i like how we're giving each other right we're just like flowers you know (laughs) um yeah i i I, yeah i thank you for that and um you know i just think it's 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 such a beautiful thing when um you know we get to Mm -hmm. to to live our dream um but it it it's it's not that we're 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 lucky it's it's that we've worked you know towards towards those uh those goals and those dreams.
1: Yeah, it's, gosh, I get, (laughs) it's not a glamorous life sometimes. Like, the hustle, it's like, sometimes there's just, like, fur and feathers everywhere. I'm, like, bags under my eyes, wearing, like, whatever, shop attire, you know? (laughs) Not fashionable at all, you know? Like, I did my makeup for you, Mondo. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I
0: I appreciate that. I appreciate that.
1: I, um, I went from, like, puppet shop, like, just schlub to you know glam for you um but yeah it's it's i mean the actual life (laughs) of of doing what we do or doing what i do especially because there's so many materials and things everywhere and it's just like sometimes it's 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 a mess but it's a beautiful mess it's yeah it's it's staying up sometimes as long as it takes to get it done uh and sometimes for me um kind of leaning into the idea that this is a part of my process, you know, like sometimes I I like pushing against a thing and being like, you know what? You should not do any more all nighters ever. Like don't do an all nighter. Why do you do that to yourself? But then realizing that, gosh, that's kind of when I do my best work. Like for me, when the puppet really clicks and the eyes just come right there and the eyebrows just are set perfectly. And then when, when a puppet clicks in the, in the character, like, comes to life and and that moment when I see that when I'm like messing with it so much and futzing with it when that happens it's just like I squeal I always like like audibly squeal (laughs) and so I call that my squeal of approval like whenever that happens that's when I know that's it that's a Viva La Puppet puppet (laughs) I love it
0: yeah I love it yeah it's it must be a crazy process very time-consuming i'm sure yeah uh yeah yes Yes. puppets
1: are handmade so every part of what you see somebody has had a hand in cutting it patterning it stitching it together um altering it uh dyeing it dyeing the fleece pan dyeing the fleece you know creating painting the eyeballs like Every single element of our puppets are
0: handmade. So tattoos,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, puppet tattoos. Yeah, Alexis, <laughs> Alexis. was telling me that yeah. she's
0: that she's done some mm-hmm. puppet tattoos oh, with yeah. you. Oh
1: yeah, I just throw her some arms and she makes some tattoos on, <laughs> Tats it up with a sharpie. Does um, she does
0: she do real tattoos too, Alexis? No, just puppet tattoos. Because Fred I think <laughs> wants to do the other leg.
1: I mean, she could probably get down with a sharpie. It won't last long though. Fred has te- <laughs> Texas on
0: his right leg calf. Yes. Yeah. Also, oh, so she doesn't. All right. No. Well, we'll find somebody for the other yeah, leg, Fred. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brownsville on the other yeah. leg B-ville. on B-ville, the left, Texas.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: and Texas on the right. Yes. <laughs> What would you say is is what you felt when you heard about waffles and mochi, mm-hmm. like getting green lit and you being a part of it, yeah. and Michelle Obama yeah. being a part of it? Like, how did that come about, too?
1: Uh, I mean, that was such an exciting part of my life. Um, getting the call that you know uh, that they wanted me to be waffles, I was like, I I, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, this is this is the call. This is amazing. This is the call that you 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 hear people talk about that that call and and it was happening and it's like, oh my gosh. It was just such an exciting time and a moment that was so validating and 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 I was just kind of overwhelmed with emotion in that moment. I remember I was in my backyard and I just went to my knees and I, I came inside and I saw my husband holding my daughter and I just went to my knees and I, I just felt like it was such a such an exciting show i mean to to be able to you know travel the world eat amazing food from world-renowned chefs um you know a puppeteer (laughs) a a character that i love um it, it, it was just such a magical time in my life and i feel like uh that that moment realizing that i get to be a part of this really wonderful show it was just so huge yeah
0: man what is what is Michelle Obama's mm-hmm. uh, involvement in in the show? I mean, it's her production company
1: that wow. that um is a part of the show, that uh, Higher Ground Production Company. Um, and she is actually in uh season one of Waffles and Mochi, so I I shared a lot of scenes with her. Man. Uh, I was basically I say like I was just like knee to knee with her um on set a bunch. Um, so we shared a lot of space and being able to share space with uh. Uh, a woman as wonderful and lovely and magnanimous as her, you know, it, it it's just a moment that I didn't, I, I don't take lightly. Like I just, it was just, a, it's just such a beautiful moment in time to share space with someone like that, that I'm just hoping like some of her sparkle just like fluttered by on top of me and like, uh, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it was a trip and it was so beautiful and wonderful to be a
0: part of. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's wow. Like that, that is is so cool. Have mm-hmm. you met the family too? Uh,
1: no, no, just
0: just Michelle Obama, Mrs. O. Mm-hmm. Man, it, now what what, <laughs> what 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 is that like? I know, right? I know. Well, tell me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, she, she's just so uh, um, everything you you dream. She is. That's who she is. She's just such a wonderful um, beautiful light. And right when she walked, walked onto set, it was just, just magnetic her, 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 her power, her beauty, um, her just the magic that she, she, she has, you know, when she walks into a room, it's super special. And just to be knee to knee with that, it's very palpable. I feel your, 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 um, wonderfulness and majesty. (laughs) Um, but she also has the amazing ability to, you know, make you feel at ease and, and comfortable, and um, it's just so wonderful to share scenes with her and, and kind of be your acting partners. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's, what's the feeling like for you? Are you are – you, I mean, are you, are you excited? Are you nervous? Um, I know that, you know, acting – actually, I don't know. Like, acting – as a, mm-hmm. as a person, mm-hmm. you know, your face being on camera, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to, you know, puppet. your entire body, yeah. you know, being, mm-hmm. uh, playing a part of, of, of a puppet. Yeah. Um, is that a little, does that give you more of, um, of, a of, a of, of protection or a wall where you're like oh, okay yeah. I'm not as nervous.
1: Oh yeah, like the pup the in the puppet world we say the puppet made me do it. So it's kind of like when you put a puppet on it just happens like you don't know sometimes the things that the puppet's going to say and what it's going to do it's just doing its thing. <laughs> so yeah, there's definitely an element of of um literally like standing behind a puppet and and um and that liquid courage of like putting a puppet on it's like it's not me, it's the puppet. <laughs> yeah.
0: His own personality. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that uh, Mochi. Uh, there was a scene where Mochi is is, mm-hmm. is cutting. Oh yeah. Uh She has like a Mochi has a a, a, a yeah, knife. Has a knife, yeah. And cutting vegetables uh-huh. and how, oh yeah. Now how oh. is that?
1: How was those yeah. scenes made? Well, with waffles like um a puppet like that being able with waffles. To, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. A puppet like that being able to um rig um. Uh, utensils and things in her hand to be able to eat food and, and and interact with food. It was a delicate balance for sure, like to make it look um, appetizing and and, and fun and, and also just really be something that was innovative and new and revolutionary uh, for its time, you know, being able to have a puppet eat and experience foods and really like put a spoonful of something in its mouth and eat it. Like that was really exciting too. To figure out with the team.
0: Now, this next section of the program is sponsored by Verizon 5G. It's 5G built right from the network more people rely on. 5G ultra-wideband is available in parts of select cities. And 5G nationwide is available in 2,700-plus cities. Speaking of 5G, I want to talk a little bit about tech. What piece of tech, what do you say, you use the most today? Mm -hmm.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There's so many, so many new advancements with puppeteering. Um, There's, I mean, animatronics are always amazing. Um, But there's definitely there's these digital puppets where you can put your hand in them and like, and it's like a glove that has sensors that can go to, uh, go to the computer and then they can create these characters based on what you do with your hand. Um, There's also. I feel like they, we're gonna be putting on Oculus soon, and just everybody's gonna be puppeteering in yeah, yeah, <laughs> their yeah, yeah. own worlds. But um, there's probably an element of 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 a virtual, some sort of puppeteering that is gonna happen. I'm sure.
0: What piece of tech would you say that that you use that you use the most today?
1: Tech. Oh, hmm. My iPad. Yeah. <laughs> I design on my iPad. I use my iPad sometimes as a monitor. So puppeteers need monitors monitors are basically like you know a, a screen that we can see what the camera sees because sometimes we're underneath or we're in a box um uh and we don't see anything but we need that screen to see what our puppet's doing so um yeah I mean i'm I'm pretty lo-fi in in terms of like the the stuff that I do but um i I love simple mechanisms and creating a puppet um very simply to do a thing usually my mechanisms are just like elastic and string so i'm pretty simplistic
0: in certain ways so the ipad how do you use it do you connect it via like wi-fi to a camera or something yeah sometimes i yeah.
1: do that but i mean hardwired monitors are always the best right yep. yeah <laughs> um but yeah I, I i design everything on my ipad i just love oh, like sketching it iPad. And, yeah all the puppets and um i love does okay so character designing is so fun and especially with now over the years i've cre- created like the sensibilities of designing a puppet and there's always like i always say there's always a scale of like creepy and charming and like that scale you're always riding the line of like guess it's gonna be too creepy oh uh, that puppet looks like uncanny valley oh, it's it's so repulsing it looks like me um, <laughs> to to super duper charming and like there's something to um paring down a design so simply that even just like little beady eyes can really be so magical and wonderful
0: wow so I love designing puppets. Do you look at people's faces like a different way? Like a
1: think? puppet? Yeah. All y'all are you're puppets like- in here to me. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like, he, he <laughs> has an angry puppet face?
1: No, like I see you and I'm just like, oh, well, your puppet clearly just has like all the curly hair on top.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But a but nice you, puppet. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like if you make likeness puppets, puppets that look like a person, it's interesting because um... The way you see yourself, like if you're my client and you're coming to me like, hey, I want a puppet of myself, I'd be like, "Okay, but what do you really want it to look like? Because the way we see ourselves, you know, like is seeing yourself in a in a puppet version. It's like seeing an amplified caricature of yourself and being able to be respectful of you as a friend and be like, you know what?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. I, I know, like you. This is what you you think you look like, but I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna honor that. You know what I'm saying? Like where you get go to Disneyland and they do the caricatures and like my jaw is not that big. Like yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> So so there's a sensibility to to being able to see a person and be like, oh, how, but how do they see themselves and how do they want themselves to come through in a puppet?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I realized I was a, a chubby little kid. When him. I went to Knott's Berry Farm and a guy sketched me <laughs> and uh, f you, dude, f you and, and I don't know why. I don't know if he, he asked me. If I, I don't know why he drew me as a hockey player. <gasps> OK. Um, and then he he drew is also the, the same uh, uh-huh. moment that I realized I had a big nose uh. Uh, from my face back uh, then. Thanks. I grew into sir. it kind of. <laughs> Um, but he drew this big nose and then he, he, he drew a sign that said like the goal this way. And then it had, and it said, uh, uh a hamburger that way. And tell me why my caricature was going <laughs> to the hamburger. The
2: hamburger. <laughs> you made me smart. Uh, And I was like,
0: wait, and you know, I was like eight years old oh, and geez. I'm like, <laughs> What are you trying to say here? That's when I realized,
1: dude, that's
0: super. I need to cut down on
1: rude. the rude. No, that's that's messed up. He was up. just having a bad day that just completely <laughs> it completely like informed how you felt about yourself moving through life.
0: Yeah, so I, I hope you're not doing that with puppets.
1: No way, dude. No, no way. Oh man, that's that's brutal.
0: <laughs> Isn't it, man?
1: That's kid. cold blooded for Wait. A... oh. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then I paid for it. <laughs> that is the rub, and I paid for it.
2: <laughs>
0: Hilarious! So I think good. I have it somewhere. That's so good. Yeah, you you gotta post that. <laughs> I, I have it somewhere. I have paid for it. I kept it. Um, <laughs> what would you say um, is is that next thing for you? Wow, good question. The next thing for me, I feel
1: like uh, I've always said this, but like just the natural progression of what we're doing, but like elevated and, 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 and bigger, bigger budgets, bigger teams, bigger projects. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always, it's always a thing that we go back and forth with is growing, but not growing too fast or too, you know, just honoring the process yeah. of growth and, and not trying to speed it along, um, allowing it to happen. And so I feel like the projects, it's just a natural progression. Like our projects have become more and more major and like um, bigger budgets, more team members, um, just s- a larger scale uh, uh, quantities. Like it's just all naturally progressing and happening. So um, ultimately, yeah, I'd love to like just have the Willy Wonka <laughs> factory. Um, because I mean, when you hear puppet shop, you think, um uh one day I'm gonna be able to get that golden ticket to go into the Viva La Puppet puppet shop and yeah. and uh that's the dream is to be able to say, Mondo, come over and then you you walk inside and it's like the music starts yeah. <laughs> from Willy Wonka and it you know, fulfills all your puppet fantasies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 excited for that moment. Right? Yeah, like I'm this, excited for you. This for that is moment. this
1: this space like for you this is this is that man this is so cool thank you thank
0: you thank you thank you yeah yeah it's a one-stop shop for Mm -hmm. for everything that that we do and yeah uh yeah it's you know i I do with with the 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 love and the hard work of of my team and and uh you know i'm i'm not i'm nothing without these guys and 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 they know that um at least i hope so Right. right guys
1: is he just having a confessional right here? <laughs> this is the first time you're hearing this? Yeah. yeah. And like, I've never heard this before.
0: <laughs> they're tearing up. Just one day. Yeah, I know. It, uh, they, uh, they're hiding under their mask. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Now. <laughs> um, oh. uh, they uh, No, you know, it's 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 a team. It's a team mm-hmm. effort. And I'm sure you know yes. that. Yeah, um, it
1: takes a team. And I'm so grateful and thankful and impressed every day with my team. Uh, and and the, the team, it constantly changes and evolves in, depending on the project. So we're able to employ so many different amazing artists to come together to bring a thing to life that wasn't here before. And yeah. that's a super exciting thing. It's like one day someone will unearth our puppet and it, it will have a little label that says Viva La Puppet. <laughs> and it existed in our lifetime. You know, it, it's a thing that was not here and now it is. And that's that makes me super proud
0: yeah what i love about what what well what i love about why you're here today is that you know <laughs> yes you deserve your 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 flowers and you know as a as a latina in entertainment in in a in a very you know challenging um competitive uh field in and that is entertainment and then puppetry on top of that. Yeah. Um, you know, you're shining and you're doing such a great job. And, you know, a lot of times you, people may not see your face. They see the yes. faces of, of no, your they puppets. they just see
1: this. And sometimes they'll see my bun and I'm like, oh, no.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what I do?
0: But I wanted people to to see your face and your lovely face Thanks. and and get to know you. Because I know you're, you know, you're kicking butt and you're just getting started. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, for, for those that... Uh, may not have watched um, Waffles and Mochi. Can you just briefly describe what what the show is about? And it's available on Netflix. Yeah, now. it's available
1: on Netflix. Season one. Um, it's just an amazing food adventure show that helps take kids and their families on a journey throughout the world to learn about the joy of food and reconnect with food in a in a beautiful way and reconnect with different ingredients and. All different ways to prepare ingredients and just really just getting getting people excited about food I mean I got excited just doing it I was like wow I learned so much <laughs> so um, yeah it's available on Netflix um, our, we have a holiday special it's called waffles and mochi um, holiday feast and that's coming out on the 23rd next week awesome yeah November 23rd hmm so check it out it's gonna be fun it's a it's it's a holiday feast and it's wonderful and fun and lots of foods really special guests Ross. I love it. Samin red
2: <laughs>
1: Amazing people, yeah, are, are in it. So please watch. It's so much fun, and I had so much fun doing it. And every now and then, if you, if you see my bun, which you won't, <laughs> then just uh, think of me down below just, like, trying not to have a neck.
0: And it's you. Uh, it's, so it's, like, also you voicing it? In- yes. In, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Voicing and puppeteering, uh, and being in super uncomfortable places, but that's <laughs> the job of a puppeteer, you know. You put your body second sometimes to like the puppet and what it needs to to do, and then and then you cry later. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> and then kids are obviously and fa- like families, like parents, like they're loving your show. Yeah. It's it's been become such a big hit. Obviously, mm. Michelle Obama a big part of it yeah. too. Yeah, for um, sure. And like. I, I've seen photos, you know, online of, of kids, like, dressing up as, as Waffles and Mochi. Mm. How does that feel for you?
1: Yeah. To be a part of a, a, a franchise, really, uh, like, like this, it's such a special show. It's so wonderful and amazing. And I love, my daughter loves watching it. My son loves watching it, too. And probably because they can hear my voice a little bit yeah. <laughs> in yeah, the yeah. character. But, um, yeah, it's just the time of my life so wonderful
0: have you been asked to to call someone or, or record oh. your voice as much mo- as as waffles
1: as waffles oh i'm sure yeah can i no
0: <laughs> yeah can you uh do a quick uh voicemail recording yeah, yeah, so yeah. people call me yeah oh, totally <laughs> totally yeah hey this is uh, waffles <laughs> you reach mondo's cell phone yeah yeah so you yeah that's that's awesome i'm sure you like kids love that so uh,
1: yeah it's it's so cool i think i just came back from visiting home um in brownsville and a friend of mine uh her kids came over and they were they were like just looking at me like this like and i said hi (laughs) and i was talking and this and then my friend she said she does waffles that's her and they're like how do you do the voice yeah, yeah, yeah do the voice do the voice and, uh, and i was like ah oh. so i just i just did the three two yum blast off and, and they were like oh. and they didn't really respond and i said does it sound like her and they're like yeah yeah kind of just i mean sounds like you <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it was it was so, so special and that, yeah that's the thing um a lot of the time, puppeteers—they're walking through life and they're passing by, you know, you on the street. You don't know who they are, which is pretty great. Like, there's something wonderful about that too. It's like Daft Punk, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I walk around with a, a cool, cool mask
0: on. <laughs> yeah, nobody ha- would had n- no idea that that was Daft Punk. Nope.
1: No. Nope. Or waffles. Or Elmo. Or, you know, any of the puppets, Kermit, like you, unless you really dug and looked for them on, on you know, Daft
0: Punk, what do they look yeah, like? Yeah, what do they look like? Sia, what does she
1: really <laughs> look like? You know, like, you wouldn't know. Yeah. So, um, there's Sia. Some- <laughs> I mean, I knew Sia before Bangs Sia, with yeah. Sia, so I kind of knew what she looked like. But yeah, kids are like, who, she's a, she's hair. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, marshmallow
0: so, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. There's something really, really cool about you know, being being a part of something that's so huge, but also having the privacy and walking around. Yeah, like nobody knows who I am. This is great. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. man, I'm I'm so so happy that that you uh, you came by, stopped by Mondo and friends. Before I let you go though, yeah. I have uh, these rapid fire questions. Oh, uh, for you. <gasps> Rapid fire with Michelle Zamora. Ready? Let's do it. Favorite Spanish word? Ooh. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Híjole. I don't know. Híjole. I'll take híjole. Híjole. Eh. Texas or California?
1: Uh, can I just say I'm a Tejangelina? I'm a te angelino. I'm both. I love both.
0: I love both. Is that is that what you uh refer to yourself as now? Now he will. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: got it on my leg. I got it on leg. Oh, yeah, man. he he does
0: have it on his leg. Right. You do uh,
1: you can't take that Texas <laughs> tattoo off.
0: Even though <laughs> yeah. Fred has uh he, he's kinda he's becoming an LA guy. He mm-hmm. just doesn't want to admit it. Right. He's going to like coffee shops and 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 sushi restaurants. This is, this is how you know the stars at night are big and
2: bright. <laughs> Keep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> all,
0: right, all right, he's he's definitely still texting. Uh favorite piece of tech that you use, you said your iPad. Yeah. Uh, is there is there another one? Oh.
1: Hmm. I mean, now Air the AirPods. Like, AirPods, oh, I love AirPods. Yeah, I, it's so funny. Most of the time, I'm just like, I, "Are these things on?" Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, those are great. I love those. If I leave home without my AirPods. I feel like yep. something's missing. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Best song to play at a party?
2: Ooh. Uh,
1: well, recently, I mean, I sheesh, anything? what right now, what you have like TLC? Anything TLC? Mary J Blige.
2: Yeah, <laughs> old
0: school, throwing it back. I had um, Family Affair earlier uh-huh. by Mary J. Blige. Yeah, you did that got me going. But really, I, I
1: love the Strokes.
0: The Strokes, I love the Strokes.
1: Strokes, Julian Casablancas, dude, I got to like. Okay, I'll tell you later. But like, I got to do a, mu- a music video for his company, Colt Records, in New
0: York, and I I was like, <gasps>
1: it's Julian Casablancas. What?
0: Anyways, that's super cool. Yeah, I love the Strokes too. Mm-hmm. By the way. Um I love the killers too. Oh the killers. And I love a lot of the artists that you've done puppeteering for too yeah. that we didn't mention. Yeah. Uh what's your favorite like artist collab? Ooh. Uh
1: I love working uh I, I really like enjoyed working with I mean, I worked a lot with Katy Perry back in the day. Like I puppeteered. oh my gosh. The first time I puppeteered uh something with Katy Perry <laughs> It was like a cat paw and i the first scene that i had they were like okay now slap her across the face (laughs) so i had to slap katy perry across the face with a little cat paw and i was like i'm so sorry (laughs) that's hilarious but yeah yeah um done a couple of (laughs) of puppet stuff uh, with katy perry who can say that right
0: i slapped katy perry (laughs) in the face (laughs) with a cat Paw. With a cat paw,
1: kitty cat, Katy cat.
0: That's pretty <laughs> legendary, right there.
1: <laughs> that was a long time ago.
0: <laughs> favorite Latino food dish? Ooh,
1: I mean my my family's tamales during Christmas. I love the tamalada. Oh yes, yeah. Wait, and, and oh a tamalada. Mm-hmm. What do you have a favorite tamal? Tamal? Oh yeah. Um, it would be my grandma. She used to make pork and raisin. Pork and raisin. No? Do you need to do that in Brownsville? You ne- no, that. Were you from Brownsville? <laughs> yeah.
0: Must be like a sweet tamale. Yeah,
1: slightly sweet and just like the flavors of it are so good. Um, but yeah, tamales are just like, ugh. It's just kind of like home. When I, when I eat them, it just reminds me of like the holidays and all my family coming together when all my, my grandmas and grandpas were alive and like the whole family would get together and make tamales. And I have a big family back home, so you know, being out here making our way, you know, navigating through Los Angeles but going back home and just all my aunts and uncles are there and, you know, seeing my family It's just so special.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, something about tamales that that say family, right? That and feel family. It's
1: specific. Like everybody makes tamales a little different, but like back home they're a little little skinnier and like you you add flavor to the to the masa. So you add like chili powder and 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 so it looks like almost orange it's so good
0: so i have this thing with the uh, tamal that Mm -hmm. i want to do for the holiday the holiday puppet (laughs) puppet. i want to do a tamal puppet hear me out a a film this baby tamal (laughs) makes it out of a pot right he has big dreams to be a big movie yes. star. <laughs> it's
1: called... it's going to happen. You're saying it into
0: existence right now. <laughs> it's called Leonardo de Tamal. <laughs> Are you in?
1: I'm in. You, you had me at Tamale, baby.
0: <laughs> I, I have this, this idea for Tamale's holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do a pizza tamal <gasps> so yes so i've never seen it anywhere uh, yes i want to make like i want to do a, a tamal yeah it's kind of like a hot pocket uh. but instead of like the bread it's going to be a, a, a tamal like a masa yeah. right but the inside is going to be marinara pepperoni yes. and and cheese yes. so whenever i've talked about uh, it yeah. people are like
1: Oh, I'm all about that. Well, with the exception
0: what, of you, you you seem oh, excited. Which yes, is. I'm
1: excited because like that's what I do as an adult. Like me, and my husband, we we elevated the tamale like a recently a couple years back. We're like, what if we like put different toppings inside? Is that like, you know, don't mess with the tradition? But then we we made like a cheeseburger tamale. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was like grass fed beef. And <laughs> <laughs> and um and cheese gluten free masa. No, actually, this is our secret. Ah, oh, I don't know if I should tell you because it's so good. Tell us, tell us. So you don't use lard. You put like coconut oil instead. You know, when coconut oil gets cold, it's kind of like the consistency of lard. Yep. It's so good. It doesn't taste like coconut. It doesn't taste like coconut. I swear, it's so good. Anyways, um, we put like the the grass fed beef and we you know flavor it real good. Cheese, uh, you can put onion, whatever, but jalapeño in the, and it's so good. God.
0: Jalapeño as yeah, a stuffing or jalapeño in, in inside, the inside, inside, inside. So it's
1: like a, che- you're eating a cheeseburger with a little jalapeño. Mm. Right back home, and in, in when you go to Whataburger, like they offer jalapeños on the side oh. all the time. Yeah. You gotta have a jalapeño with your cheeseburger.
0: <laughs> Whataburger or in and out <laughs> in and out Oops. <What>? Oh, <laughs> <God.
2: laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fred, Fred yeah. is leaving yeah. us. Fred is leaving <laughs> us. <laughs> he's, he's giving me the wrap-up signal now.
1: Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll um, I'll, I'll say something better. Rutledge. Hey!
0: hey!
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, what oh, that's is... back
1: home in Texas, downtown.
2: Nearly
1: it's you. It's the span of your arms, like this. It's yeah. a little like alleyway that they turned into a restaurant back in like nine early nineteen hundreds or something. Yeah. It's called Rutledge, and it. They just make the smallest wimpy burgers that <laughs> are just like so yeah. good with a little little slice of ham and they're just like
0: it's so good oh man yeah we're doing that is that in brownsville yeah it's from brownsville oh yeah you know what else is in brownsville now spacex yep. spacex
1: the landscape of our hometown has changed huh brownsville or yeah. yeah there's a it whole revitalization that's happening yeah. but that's really exciting like people are getting you know, eventually gonna go probably to Brownsville to go into outer space one day. Right. Yeah. Elon Brownsville lives lives on there somewhere. yeah. Brownsville to the moon. Yeah, oh, Brownsville to the moon for sure. Mars. Boca Chica to Mars. <laughs> it's exciting. That's yeah, awesome. it's a lot going on right now.
0: Lastly, what's a nickname of yours that no one really knows about? Oh, no one really knows about? E. I I have no idea.
1: Michelle? I don't think I have one. What? You put me on the spot. Michelle? Shelly? Shelly? I think I'm creating it right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, a nickname?
0: Alexis told me. Oh,
1: shoot. It's because you know something. <laughs> but, ah,
0: what'd she say? She calls you, is it like Michelle or? Michelle? Or, or something along those lines? That's cute. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I is is your... Micheli? Is that the one? Micheli?
1: Michi? Oh, Michi. 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 M-I-C-H-I. Or oh, my friend calls me Moch, which is funny because I in Waffles and Mochi, I would say Moch a lot. So Michi, Moch, Moch. What else? Should we walk, workshop this? What What's another name I can have? So all of a <laughs>
0: sudden now you have like t- 10 yeah, million 10 nicknames. nicknames and... No one really Samora. knows about it.
1: People sometimes <laughs> will just call me by my last name, which I'm down for. I like it.
0: We're going to go with, which one do you think people know l- the least? The least? Munch Munch, Munch? Munch? Munch. Munch? Munch.
1: My friend Joanna calls me Munch. 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 Hey, Munch. <laughs> like,
0: that sounds like a mouthful, but Munch. I love it. Munch. Well, Munch, I want to thank you. <laughs> For coming to Mondo and Friends. Yes. I really, really appreciate it. And, you know, we all love you here. You're you're welcome here anytime. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, continue killing it and, and waving that, you know, that, that Latinx, Latina, uh, Brownsville flag, yes. wherever yeah. you go. Um, because, you know, you're making, you again, you should be very proud of yourself and you're making us very proud, too.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for having me. Thanks for bringing me here. And then. We got to talk about the tamale baby soon. Yes. Because inspired.
0: Yes. (laughs) Michelle, (laughs) Samora, thank you so much. And thank you very much for watching and listening to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.